0: i've actually pushed the buttons and i think our audience is ready too guys uh what's up does it make
1: a difference if we're ready
0: (laughs) welcome to another episode of the tattoo weekly with myself jake meeks and gabe ripley good
2: morning
1: good morning those are quick intros wait no we're doing intros real quick
2: let's do them
3: kick it off lauren
0: what's up everybody uh i'm lauren with raw pigments and reinventing the tattoo um Yeah, I'm excited. I will be at Golden State this coming weekend, so we can touch on that and see if anybody um, has any artists are looking forward to seeing or any cool projects coming up. Yeah, and that's me.
3: All right. I'm uh, I'm Jake of the Fireside Tattoo Network, formerly the Tattoo Improvement Network. I guess I should update my mugs. Uh, And uh, our goal is to is to uh, blur the lines between tattooing and fine art help tattooers draw better pictures you can find us on youtube at fireside tattoo and very soon you can find us on our all new gabe ripley engineered website network.com, and it's gonna blow your minds by next week by next week all right
0: we'll have more to talk about
3: yeah it's actually pretty sick
1: okay and i'm gabe ripley a computer geek i've been doing uh helping tattooers use computers to connect with clients um, since the mid 90s. And uh yeah, I like doing computers y, business-y, tattoo-y, arts-y, world traveling-y, inspiring, toursy things. All right. Wow.
3: I, I I'm not uh I'm not showing that we're live. I'm still showing the thumbnail on Fireside. Are you guys showing live on everything else? Well, let's uh check it. We haven't gotten past that uh that
1: mysterious note next to the streaming thing that says something oh yeah
3: yeah i saw so, uh,
1: well we're checking that yeah we are live on some of them but we are going to not kill some time that's a horrible metaphor these days we're going to mm-hmm. talk about some things inspiring tours is one and then jakes are we doing something in november i mean i guess people should be connecting with us we i should. sent over the description yeah well, well fuck it if people want to sign up we're going to do a uh, an inspiring something. tour down in memphis
3: Yeah, we need to pin down a weekend. If we we want to try to do that today, we certainly can. I've got uh, my my notes. We we never
1: solidified up uh,
3: the stuff. The curriculum. Okay. Should I send these?
0: You want to check it out, see if it's working?
3: uh, Fireside does not appear to be working, but what I I can do is send uh, a note to people in the chat room and tell them to go to another channel if Uh, you'd like. We can get it to work. We we can do We'll do it live. Do it live. Let's see. Um,
1: Switch account. I'm, I'm, I'm zooming over there as we speak. Okay. I know in the chat room that we'll, we'll be there momentarily. All right. Uh, so, how should we do this? Do you, you have Vimeo open right now, uh, Lawrence? So, if I yeah, send I put, you over, inf-
0: uh, I put in the information that you get sent to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what's going to be the best way to send it to you, you think?
0: Same way as you did just a few minutes ago.
1: Okay, got it. Perfect. Okay, let's see. Oh, you know what? I don't know, Jake. Seems like it's live. Oh, oh it's is it? private. Private. What's private? What what? How would that? You get. Good thing we didn't cancel nothing.
2: Huh. Good thing.
3: All right. Let's see. Let me go to private. Huh? All right. Let me fix that. You guys. You guys keep going. I'm gonna. I changed it. Oh, you changed it. Okay. Well, I hey. Uh, right here. Would you
0: guys like to see our intro clip and let's uh, roll into the show?
1: Let's show our old intro clip. All right.
3: voila all right just as good as the last time i saw it
1: uh i'm still saying the old uh oh. dates sometimes but we are mondays <laughs> at 11 a.m religiously yeah. yeah secularly religiously
3: yeah yeah
0: sacrilegiously yes okay
3: Sacrilegiously, we're monday mornings <laughs> we not sunday evenings <laughs> so so lauren you said you're going to be at, at what convention this weekend
0: uh, the Golden State Tattoo Expo <clears throat> okay. it's in Pasadena, California. Um, I've talked about it on the show. We had the show going, I think, last year that I went, um, I believe. But yeah, they, uh, they've done it since 2016, I believe. I remember the very first show I've gone. I usually go every single year. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like one of those who you know events, you know? West Coast guys, mm-hmm. a lot of really killer artists. I remember just walking and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, hey, there's Jack Rudy oh, hey, there's BJ Betts, you know, oh, hey, there's so-and-so, just really on um, Stefano or whoever it may be. Um, I was talking to my buddy, Seth, at Hustle Butter, and they have 32 booths.
1: It, it was definitely the spot where all of the uh, big brands come out to uh, take over as much as they can to make sure, I mean, again, to your point, they bring out all the talent, but it's like, yeah, they take over rows and rows. Some of those rows are bigger than my whole compendium. Wow.
0: I mean, wow. It is, and you know, Jake, I was kind of inspired by how you quickly just went around and did the interviews with the way you did it in Hell City. It oh was yeah. Really cool. People were really relaxed with you, so I might. If you guys have anyone you'd like to hear from, I'd do something similar to that for you.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'd love to look at the guest list and see. Uh, uh, gotta I, I love that I had such a great time I to Gabe's point I need to make sure that I have a better quality mic you even offered me a good mic and I was like nah I'm just gonna wing it and uh <laughs> and you then know, I,
1: I, I, I I hate to say it, in, but for all the other podcasters I, like uh, uh, and I didn't mean to talk around you, Jake, but I was complimenting yeah. your video.
3: Oh, I knew. I, was, I, I knew it. I was saying, like, yeah. I
1: just wish you had a better mic. And Lauren was yeah. like, I offered him a better mic. I'm you like, know, Yeah, mic. you know so, what's funny is
3: I, I had one of these little Rode video micros, and I must not have had it connected properly because it was pointing at the guest. And if you notice, you can hear me perfectly clear asking the question, but you couldn't yeah. hear them. I'm behind the mic and they're in front of the mic. So I don't know what I did wrong there. I thought I had it pointed right at them, but that just goes to show you got to test stuff. And then uh, at least I did test after two or three because I realized that I, that what is that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah. 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 The little road, uh, uh, what the wireless goes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely could use those. I did test though, luckily after two, after a couple of them and found that I was recording in slow motion, so I had to go back and get <laughs> them. <laughs> Slow-mo oh, wow. does We should plug
1: our, our guests. Yes, we do. All right, let's I'm do it. really looking forward to that. Guests. Do you have the images
0: or anything like that, uh, Gabe?
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire them up in the background real quick here so I can do a little screen share. But uh, uh, At the bottom of the hour, we have our guests as we've been interviewing people yeah. so if you have anybody that you'd like to have on see us have on the show uh, tag them in something uh thea duskin and marcus lund are two two guests that's uh, awesome and, uh, this is uh thea she's uh obviously uh, been in, uh, on a couple shows and has mm-hmm. been
0: mm-hmm.
1: teaching seminars at the paradise events and whatnot and uh as a real cool uh Social media presence. And then Mm -hmm. Marcus Lund is uh, our other guest here down from Florida. And uh, yeah, you can see he's got the real avant-garde style, real uh, Uh. awesome artsy. And he's from, shit, I don't want to say the wrong country because I already spelled his uh, name wrong one somewhere. But Mm -hmm. they're both awesome and full of great stories.
3: And uh, they'll be here at the bottom of the hour as they nice. say bottom of the hour yeah yeah that's uh that's awesome i don't know that i've ever met marcus i've met um i've met thea quite a few times now and i uh, always enjoy talking to her i just saw her last i guess in columbus uh, a few months back and um
1: yeah. yeah i was down there it's near the dolly museum uh so i met marcus and we took a uh-huh. tour of the, the dolly a year or two ago and uh Marcus was great. Stores are great. Loved beer. Everything was fun. Uh, the Dolly Museum. Holy schmoly. Everyone should really just kind of book their tickets after they get off the show here. If you're an artist, if you're a tattooer, tour, um, I don't know what to say. You can come up with any excuse you want to. But if you haven't been there, you should be fucking looking at plane tickets fucking yeah. looking in next weekend. I don't know. Whatever you're doing can't be that important. Compared to seeing <laughs> Dolly live, massive.
3: <laughs> yeah. I've never been. I'm embarrassed to say I should book my tickets. You should be booking your ticket. Yeah, yeah. You can drive there. Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of South Florida or Central Florida, is that right? It's,
1: it's like Tampa area. So yeah, uh,
3: yeah. That's a decent drive. Florida is a deceptively long state. <laughs> it takes. I get to True. Florida every time I get to Florida, and I'm trying to go to the, you know, anywhere outside of just like the Panhandle area. I'm like, wow, it's so far to get anywhere else in Florida.
1: Oh that man, a, you know
3: what? We have to tease it a little bit—the the,
1: uh, the the fireside yacht club trip. Oh I mean, yeah, we don't even say yeah. much more than that. I don't think, except for right. people it's funny. Listening. I have a tattooer
0: friend in Appleton who actually lives on his yacht, in oh. Florida, like outside of the hurricane season, but otherwise he's there.
3: Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're starting, uh, we're, we're starting a new, um, I hope to do it quarterly. Some will probably just be uh, with me and, and a handful of artists and then we'll have to get, G- Gabe's going to come and do some. I've got Baxter on, on one and Dan, and Dan Marshall, I hope on one, but, but basically we're just going to go spend about three or four days on my uh, boat. So Yacht Club is kind of a tongue in cheek. It is, it is, it is a motor yacht, but it's not like what you're thinking. You can't land helicopters on it or anything like that, but it's, uh, uh, pretty. Sure. But it's, it's still it's a cool boat and it's a great it's a beautiful area so we'll paint and I think you know the curriculum will change it depending on who the who the guest is or who the presenters mm-hmm. are uh, I like to I like to think that I'll have a base curriculum for I'll probably do the first one just with me and just see how it all flows and then uh, and then plan from there I'm hoping I can talk my boat uh, neighbors my dock neighbors and all the other boats into letting me uh, crash people on their boats for the for the week uh figure if we do it during the week no it won't be in anyone's way and that would be so much cooler than people having to stay in a hotel and then come down to the marina every day so much more fun just to sleep on the water Mm -hmm. and luckily everyone up and down our dock has you know has cabins like where you could sleep on their boats and uh so i just have to i just have to convince them that uh that i won't put any lunatics in their boats (laughs) or like Uh, you know anyone who's going to destroy
1: them leave comments if you're interested in something like that then yeah we'll uh yeah, you yeah, Want to stay in touch? Join the mailing list and stuff well, like that. Well, you know, that. Jake, um, I, remember-
0: I make a mean morning yeah. coffee and some badass parfaits. Pretty good. At uh, yeah, I saw,
3: I saw your parfaits. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you come down <laughs> for one. Yeah, that 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 parfait you brought it uh, brought down in uh, Phoenix was <laughs> next level. Yeah. Is there anything Definitely.
1: going on in the chat room, or is this, I'm trying to tell if it seems like it's working. Go let us know in the uh, chat room. I yeah. So, yeah. I was gonna,
0: I before we bring in those guys, I was going to kind of like recap a little bit. One of my favorite things that happened last week was Please. the 100th episode of Tattoo Collecting 101. Oh, nice. Did you catch that, Jake? Because there was some really cool.
3: I, I did not. Out. Um. Uh, I, I didn't catch it. Uh, Fawn reached out and and we, they were looking for uh like little short snippets on uh just uh, congratulating guy on on all that he's done and i i completely let it slip my mind all right well um gabe guys would you
0: like to see a little clip from that
3: i'd love to Um, oh yeah perfect.
0: it was i'll just kind of lay it down a little bit so the 100th episode started and in about hour an hour in or so Derb came on which was really cool did a healthy recap but then it kind of transitioned a little bit and Derb kind of opened up this really cool thank you to guy it's totally worth watching over and over and then it went into this video that fawn made which awesome it. so it was so cool because guy actually joined and he watched this live while he was tattooing um and just for us to watch him hear that for the first time was just so cool really memorable too i don't know that, gabe was listening in and a bunch of other people and we knew oh, it, was, yeah,
1: it was it was fucking awesome we
0: really anticipated it and then when it happened it was very special so nice. i'm gonna go ahead and if you recognize them I'll leave a comment. Um let us know what you think. Oh, uh one second. I got my site muted, so just a second. It is worth the wait. <laughs>
1: hmm. And guy really has uh well, oh, yeah. is the in network? Okay.
2: Precisely. all the amazing things that you do for our industry. Ever since I met you six months into your tattooing, I knew you would be
4: special
5: and you are. Thank you, buddy.
4: From the first time that I ever walked into a tattoo studio, the first tattoo flash that ever really caught my eye and inspired me was Guy flash. Guy, you've been a huge inspiration for me, for the entire tattoo generation, the imagery that you've created on the skin that we never thought could be done. You've accomplished and you've passed on a lot of education to the next generation as well. So I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. The tattoos that I've collected from you are literally the favorite tattoos that I wear today. Uh, and your artwork remains, uh, my favorite artwork as well. So I've collected your books all the way back since special effects for tattoo artists, uh, Ups for tattoo artists when they were uh, printed a lot thinner. Um, but those books were so inspiring, man. You've been so inspiring in your artwork. Thank you for everything you've done at the Hell City Tattoo Festival also over the years. Um, It's been an honor to work with you and to get worked by you. So, thanks buddy.
6: On August 26, 1968, the special person was born. Little did he know at the time, he was going to pursue his life, dedicating his time to art and all the styles and methods. Tapping into the depths, studying and analyzing, sharing his findings with anyone that would listen. But in a larger sense, we all need to hear, feel it, and appreciate all that was done in the past still being done today and will continue to be given in the near future by this individual. I'm proud to share the same values and intent to educate, share adding admiration, respect, and value to our beloved tattoo industry. I'm speaking to a special friend, an amazing artist and educator, Guy Aitchison So I would like to thank you personally, Guy, for your kind friendship, dedication to your craft, for sharing your knowledge and your humble simple act to ask for knowledge as well. It gives us all the power to walk together and share knowledge. Our path will always be an unfinished work, but as long as we have people like Guy Aitchison dedicated to the great task of education, not only the tattoo industry, artists and art itself, will keep alive the spark that is necessary to make a difference. With all the respect and admiration, I'll thank you. For your time and knowledge,
4: Joseph Hefs out of Las Vegas. Just saying thanks, guy. Thanks for when I came to the industry 20 years ago. When I found your book,
5: "Reinventing the Tattoo," showed me that there was more
4: approaches to tattooing, stepping out of the box. Um, yeah, man, you're you're a pioneer and um, and an innovator of. Mm-hmm this amazing industry thanks guy
0: all right for the rest of that video you guys definitely have to check it out it's on the reinventing website
3: yeah that's awesome that's uh, yeah, that's super cool and it was an honor just so i'm clear it was an honor of just the 100th episode of tattoo collecting 101 which is which is on uh the reinventing the tattoo uh, network yeah yeah, yeah hundred episodes.
1: Awesome. A lot of a couple of shows now, have, like cruise past the year, and I mean that, that's pretty much two years, you know,
3: right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're flying because I you know it uh, seems like I just recently heard of the tattoo collecting podcast, and it's like then it's a hundred episodes. It probably wasn't that recent though. I'm sure it's been you know a, a couple of years year. since I've known of it. Yeah, a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's super cool. You know, to, to <laughs> we, make
0: a podcast, Jake. I know I've told you this on air before, but there is nothing like looking back in my memory bank and seeing the first time I saw a fireside tattoo. It oh It really yeah. started, well, lo and behold.
3: <laughs> well, so it's
0: kind of like that for them. It wasn't quite as long ago, but they put a lot of time into it and they spend a lot of time talking and putting their heart into something like that. So also for you, yeah. it's really cool that you've never stopped. And you're always, like the last video you did, Mm-hmm. Uh, Head Hell City was really funny. I really like how you kind of put it out there and just can laugh and like, oh no, this is machine. Like that's oh yeah, yeah.
3: It's cool to see the we evolution of you guys. Well, thanks, thanks. Yeah, that <laughs> I'm trying to get to develop a little bit more of a of a personality, and I I have to credit Russ a little bit with that. He introduced me when he was first starting the Tattoo Smart channel. He was talking about t- uh, YouTube personalities, and he introduced me to a couple of people who were doing some really really high level. Uh, you know, video work. Uh, you know, putting out great content. Peter McKinnon and uh, oh, yeah. and a few, you know, a few other people like that. And so I started watching those people, and I was like, oh yeah, they're so much better than me. Like that, not just in their technical ability, but in their in their like presence. And so I was like, I should find like my own little way. And that's where all those kind of stupid intros started coming from. Yeah. Uh, but I, I see. I, I've, I've gone through phases
1: uh there's been a couple of years where i'm like oh man i just got to jack myself up i'm gonna be fucking like myself like times 10 and then uh there's a couple <laughs> of years where i'm like you know i think i should probably uh, lay off that uh that gas a little bit maybe <laughs> All those the wonder down years. The a
3: little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. i
0: was told yeah. when i talked i had a friend of mine i've been talking to or whatever and she told me that um when she first saw reinventing one of the first things she saw was me on episode number three of the tattoo weekly and her first thought was like who let this girl on this show (laughs)
3: like
0: she's not animated she doesn't talk you know it's just funny
3: that's funny yeah Yeah. (laughs) who let this girl on the show Um,
0: speaking of russ abbott i was going to say if you guys don't follow him closely like i do um i'll just show you if you don't mind a quick share of where he's at because it's super interesting all right. So there's
3: this oh, yeah. conference in Columbia. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's I reached so cool. out to, looks like it. I reached out to the uh the people who were putting it on. I happened to see that Steve Moore was doing a presentation. So oh, I reached I out did not to them. Yeah, I reached out to them to see if they were um streaming it, which they were, and then I asked if they were gonna have recordings and they said no. And I was out of town and couldn't be a part of it. But if anyone saw this, you know, either streamed it or was lucky enough to be at this conference, I'd love to hear about it.
0: Well, uh, um, I would I would watch Russ's stories now because it's getting to that 24 hour mark where he posted some, some cool stuff yesterday.
6: Uh, okay. um, that
0: board. I mean, honestly, like I was looking at some of his stories. Maybe he has it on there. Like the electronics are insane.
3: At the what do you mean? At the show? At the that board right like there. The, the um, AV oh, yeah. Uh yeah, their A V yeah.
0: equipment and their level of professionalism with the presentation on this is really um wow,
3: very impressive, yeah. you know. that's great that's awesome do 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 either of you know who the organizers were someone responded back to me really quickly uh but i didn't get any names i don't know who they are not quite sure don't know we could probably find out we used to uh
1: for the worldwide tattoo conference we would be able to get and play with you know all that fancy tech and uh it's pretty fun the, the venetian uh gathering yeah, was one of those where the uh, the venue had all the right stuff. It was, uh, you know, TVs. And that's what, I think Shige was, you know, doing his uh, seminar and stuff. And so of seeing all that work, like all those different spots, mm-hmm. you know, wig and fucking badass. I think that's where, that's where we made uh, Yamako. Oh, yeah. really? Huh. Uh, uh, he got the uh, tattooer of the uh, conference. Gabe, uh, hmm.
0: okay, yeah, it'd be cool terrible. if you wrote a book, just of all the things you've done like that yeah, yeah, really- it would
1: be fun you know there's a, a somewhat of a record via tattoo now right like if i you know i could try i could retrack a lot of it back and there's a lot of video there's some videos that my, if anybody when i die if somebody goes through all the hard drives of video mm-hmm. i don't know who would really want to but maybe an ai would be able to like go yes. through it all <laughs> yeah. like your
0: robot um your robotic self left for the world
1: <laughs> all right
0: you turn yourself into a robot yeah, i don't
1: know if you're know, like i'm uh well, you let the cat out of the bag. I've already, uh, you know, all this autom- or maybe I did already. The uh, all, with all this automation going on, I think I might be able to set up some sequences so that I, I talk to my my daughter after I fucking, whether I'm alive uh, Yeah,
0: Gabe, hey, yeah. you are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, um, my wife thought it was really creepy, but <laughs> yeah. So we're oh. Close to uh oh, we should the uh oh uh, we okay so the chat rooms are working. Uh, James yeah. yeah. On there, says thanks, guy. Amber Moore. Uh, Morgan says that was a great episode of Tattoo Collecting 101. Uh Trey the Truth says, Yes, we are live. It's probably when we were wondering whether we we're live or going out on all the channels.
4: Good yeah.
1: man. Uh Allison Mills on the fireside tattoo network says, Yes, it is. It is working. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're good. We're uh, Bernardi good says, Muy buena presentación.
0: Yeah, he's Very probably good presentation. Yeah,
3: the Columbia Conference. Yeah, I really am curious. I and I wonder if uh if steve has ever done you know anything like that before plans to plans to do it again i'd i'd love to i'd love to catch his presentation i know he was i saw just a little clip the, re- the whole reason that i knew that steve moore was doing anything is he put up a little story or a post on um, his instagram saying that he was going to talk about his process and his ideas on, on 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 uh on building composition and lighting effects and creating drama and all that kind of stuff and i'm no doubt he has some.
1: Well here, let me uh fire up Steve Morris' stuff here. He he was at the uh, actually he was at the and
3: I guess he was at the Venetian uh he was at the Venetian gathering. I don't he didn't do a presentation there that I know. he he was part of like a, a well wasn't he part of like a yoga he a seminar band? he did a seminar there? Oh hmm. I missed it. Huh. You know, I don't know that I really knew who he was at that point. Uh that was six or seven years ago. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. There you go.
1: Yeah, fucking badass. Oh
3: uh, yeah,
5: Man. and
1: wicked nice. nice, so nice. Yeah, I have that, uh, that that video. That's what that, Jason somewhere. was
0: telling me about that he's really nice.
1: So nice, so sweet. There's a uh, yeah, one of the when we were there we did a uh, like half hour video interview with him, and then maybe we only recorded B roll of the seminar. Ha <laughs> yeah, ha! Everyone. Was well, the ending blew <laughs> our
0: minds.
3: Yeah. I like that he got
0: that that type of respect yeah well deserved regardless but a standing ovation at a presentation at that level is very cool
3: yeah 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 I was looking at this piece his most recent piece I think that he put out it's just amazing unreal you know that said I am still happy with the choice
1: I see all those people I'm like that's awesome we should do that again I'm like you know I I actually am we're going five people 10 people 15 people further next year for me
3: yeah I like that I like that too Although, you know, Steve Moore could easily draw 5, 10, 15 people <laughs> to a beautiful oh, yeah. location to talk about his approach to illustration and design.
1: You know, uh, I've got another stellar, large-scale bodysuit person uh, interested in Italy. And uh, and we we had talked about Tuscany, uh, and, you know, so I think that might be in the cards for next year. You, you, uh, you, dig yeah. you dig them, too. I don't want to talk about it before it's too early, but... yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay, wait. Uh, let's
1: uh, our guests are are they uh popping in? I think they maybe or may not be watching. They should be popping in. I could hit them up though if they uh if they're not.
3: It seems like there's a fourth someone on, doesn't it? Am I seeing a fourth little box over here to the side on our zoom? Uh well yeah, look oh, at this piece. Isn't that good? That's so good. Crazy just absolutely
1: crazy looks like maybe marcus's time time
0: to be in. oh
3: uh, man
0: that's so incredible
3: it is it is it's just that they, you you don't even talk you just sit there and stare at it like holy crap that's, I was
0: <laughs> stuttering on my words to really <laughs> yeah. come out with what i thought and he does work with good guy supply and shout out to them they're so cool with everything
3: uh, really i've never they're they're uh based in canada right because I, I, all yep. the, the deadly tattoo guys and all of them uh, talk about good guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, great, great company.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, we've got uh, everybody beaming in. All right. Uh, yay, Thea didn't
0: have this. Marcus. Hey, hey. Uh, actually. Uh, I don't have
1: my work to
5: do. Why
1: not let me get this? So, uh, pretty excited to finally have put this together. Uh, Thea introduced just a couple of years ago and uh, yeah, they, they, they've they got some great styles. They work well together. And then, um, yeah, Merck is, uh, brought me to the Dolly Museum for the first time, which was, um, like I said, I think, uh, I don't know, I, I already said my piece. If you haven't booked your airplane ticket yet, I don't, I don't know what to tell you.
5: <laughs> I'll be more than happy to show anybody
3: that museum when they want to. Uh, it's a
2: great museum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, uh, yeah i need to i need to make it down uh marcus i don't think we've ever met i'm Matt. i'm jake nice to meet you good to see you Theo. nice to meet you as well
2: yeah. me too
0: and i'm lauren thea I've talked to you i believe like through email and such but maybe on a show before but good to see you so. yeah good to see you too i know maybe several times but it <laughs> feels um like it's been a very long time
3: it does right <laughs> So I'm sure. I'm always a little bit out of the loop. How did we end up with with two de- two guests today? And what I, what I thought was interesting looking at the work I knew Thea's work, Marcus. I just saw yours for the for the first time. But uh, you both have kind of like a similar abstract uh, type of approach, painterly approach to to tattooing. How did that How did that come about? I don't know if Gabe or Lauren can answer, <laughs> or do you guys know why you're both on the show at the same time? Because I don't. I mean, we work a lot together.
5: Um, oh, okay. Our styles are fairly similar. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, I don't even really know what my style is. I just like the textures and, and transferring the idea of painting, which I think is the same thing as Thea, is that, you know, we both come from um, classical art backgrounds. Uh, mine in oil, hers mostly in uh, in watercolor. So I guess, you know, sharing artists' brain cell, I thought that we probably both thought, you know, hey, let's just paint in skin. And then you know, we're all just kind of following the same kind of vibe. And before you know it, we all of a sudden are creating a style that everyone's like, oh, it's recognizable. And like, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I know we've talked about it a little bit before, but like kind of the challenges of, of transferring, especially really soft painterly effects, uh, that are maybe not like, that don't have a ton of contrast, just naturally, like a lot of watercolors, you know, a lot of soft, uh, tonal transitions and not a lot of punchy, uh, you know, graphic kind of stuff like we traditionally see, uh, what do you guys uh, do? You guys want to talk at all about that, like the uh, the approach to to transitioning ideas from um, soft ideas from you know on on paper or canvas <sighs> to skin? Uh, yeah, you can take this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I think. Well, I don't know. I we both kind of do a range of stuff actually, but I feel like Marcus's stuff is like the most true to watercolor. Like it really. He really represents that style like um, like perfectly um, I feel like I do a little bit more hybrid stuff where I'm doing some I don't know more painterly I guess more in the sense of like it could not necessarily be watercolor that's just kind of like the catch-all description for a lot of this stuff yeah um and I do obviously some stuff that's like traditional watercolor but um, yeah I don't know it's definitely I mean it depends what you're going for but i guess in general like i think the the approach is definitely more from um the way that you would do it as a painting in some sense than the way that you would approach a traditional tattoo in the sense of traditional american with the the systematic approach i would say it's a lot less systematic doing this i've been working from um more uh dimensional stencils or sort of like you know, halftone stencil stuff, like where there's a lot more in the stencil to do some of this stuff lately, and I, I definitely really prefer that approach to doing this stuff because there's so the line. Like if you do too much lining, you really lose a lot of those soft edges in effect. and effect. I think Marcus could speak to that probably even more so.
5: Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I tell people that um, for me, I have a very formal tattoo foundation. Um, apprenticeship, all that went through the whole works and making needles and so forth. Um, 90s, it was a a great time. Um, But I tell everyone, if you really want to understand what this is, it's more like realism. Um, Because what we're trying to do is you're trying to really emulate um, kind of what you see. Like, how does watercolor affect paper? Now, just remove the concept of paper and place that with skin. Granted, there's certain textures that you just can't do. i mean i guess you could if you do like heavy heavy saturation and it's just the same thing as you do in color realism um because you're just trying to put everything there the nice thing about it is that um like thea is saying is that uh, we get to play around with a lot more artistic ex- expressions like lost lines and things like that where you have somewhat hard edge to one side but then the other side of that edge just flows out into a color um i mean but again still all the traditional foundations of a tattoo are still applied you have to know how to how to tattoo to do the stuff, you know, really, really well. Yeah,
3: yeah, and you know, I I remember Thea, having uh, this conversation. I don't remember where it was. Maybe it was during your seminar in Jiminy Peak a year or so ago that we were talking about like the the um, the challenge of, of like longevity and skin when it comes to you know to, when it comes to soft painterly stuff. And, and if I remember right, you were like, uh, it, it you, it's you, you like the idea of it kind of 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 the tattoo looking. Uh, softer like it was kind of like grown out of the skin rather than looking like it's like you know standing out from you know from a uh, from 20 yards away and like grabbing attention uh the kind of delicate effect of a, of a tattoo that ages a soft tattoo and, and how it ages in skin huh
2: I, yeah i want to add to that that i think it's i'm more interested in sort of selective value emphasis where you have like strong areas maybe that are like pull your eye in it's like a little bit darker a little bit more high contrast but then there's other parts of it that can you know get more lost and it's like it's part of the design Mm -hmm. you know whereas like if everything is all the same then it's like maybe you're losing too much of it as it softens up but i don't know i mean like i always go back to like it's it's more about having value than line work because like line work is like a crutch if your whole design is dependent on that, it doesn't really, it's not really actually visually um, impactful.
3: Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, we did an episode a couple of years back with Marcus uh, Leonard and he was talking about like how lines uh, are the most kind of attention grabbing the strongest contrast that we can, that we have as tattooers. And we talk about that a lot just in our, in our uh, with uh, our, all of our fireside courses, but, but he thought of it in a different way. It's like, you know, every line has two edges. Yeah. You know, there's an edge to each line. He's like, so your ma- mind just instantly goes to like, is it sharp? Is it going to hurt me if I run into it? And he's like, you just have these instinctual responses to really bold edges or really hard lines. And, uh, and so to your point, like if you, but by, by like, just by definition, they're the most like attention grabbing tool that we have. So we don't want to just use them haphazardly throwing them all through tattoos. You really need to be Selective since they are one of your most powerful tools in your kit, you know.
2: And, and a shape well, is even more so important than that because, like, if you have a dark area, I mean, like, if you look at, I mean, even just something like uh, traditional, like a Japanese sleeve, it's like the, a lot of the stuff that people would, ne- would probably outline in American style wouldn't necessarily be outlined. Like, the pattern in a kimono isn't outlined, it's just color pattern or like chrysanthemums or flowers, it's the background that's all dark, like black and gray fields of colors, which creates the like standout value. And it actually is like a stronger visual image than like if it was just outlined with no, no black background to it. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Well,
5: for tattooing, I mean, historically, we also have to look at habits that we've picked up in, in modern tattooing over, over the century up centuries, Um, especially when you're looking at application like American traditional tattooing. Um, American traditional tattooing is sharing the traditional Japanese technique of tattooing and American or sailor scrimshaw, which the sailors are doing all the time, which is pretty much just tapping an outline. And then now they can fill it in because of the techniques they learned for the Japanese. So we always get used to that very graphic element. And so maybe tradition, we're just used to that illustrative uh, look of things. Where now, I mean, when you look at the old master's works from like the 17th century and so forth, there's no outline around that. It's not like they're cell painting or they're using the shadow to define form, which, you know, that's Loomis technique in drawing um, where you don't really need an outline. It's just the shadow is the form and then everything will fall together. Um, Longevity for that is, I mean, an outline is not a wall. You're not building a wall to keep the color in and you're you're longevity is your saturation so if you're paying attention to your saturation not saying oh it's like watercolor just add more water wash it out it's like yeah that's going to fade you're not putting enough pigment in there for it to last so saturation is it like i said the traditional tattoo techniques have to be applied
3: yeah yeah i think that's an important point And something that a lot of uh, uh, as, as watercolor style tattooing gained you know popularity uh that was something that i think a, a lot of tattooers in uh, particularly more experienced tattooers thought well i'll just wash color in like i would a really soft gray wash and we've seen how that well it doesn't even look very good when it's fresh and it certainly doesn't look very good when it ages in the skin it's, so.
2: it's just a misnomer right i mean like basically kind of like what marcus was saying earlier about realism it's something i've sort of referred to as trompe you're doing stuff that looks like different textures or different mediums, but it's all the same. It's all the same medium. You're just making that a fact.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do you, uh, Thea, I know that that you like, uh, you'll create a lot of paintings or a lot of your social media lately has been, uh, you know, painting on paper and then showing how that's transitioned to, to tattooing. Marcus, are you doing something similar? Like what, from a client, from your clientele standpoint, uh, Thea, I'm assuming that people are like, you're creating a painting, for each tattoo, maybe not for each tattoo that you do, but at least that's what the the illusion is on online. Uh, Marcus, are you doing something similar, or are you, how are you, how do you guys work or collaborate with with clients with this style? I mean,
5: I have a couple different processes. Uh, Depends on what I'm doing. If it's an abstract, um, it's an abstract. Um, there's no pre planning to that whatsoever. It's really spur of the moment. So I can be experimental with paint brushes and throwing you know different sort of like ink tones onto the skin. Um, or picking up random abstracts, which I've already created in, in a Photoshop file, and then using that overlaying it, trying to create something, but it's always spontaneous. There's no sort of real process to it um, because it has to be abstract. Now, there are laws to designing a composition. Um, I hate to say that there's laws, but I mean, for a good composition, there, there are mathematical things that you have to take into effect. Um, which are applied, you know, balance and, and making sure that there's a relationship between the negative space and the positive space. And we can go for hours for that. And, you know, and also understanding where your visual canvas ends. Um, a lot of people, when they look at an arm, it's a cylinder and it goes around, but there's still a visual horizon when you look at it. So certain abstract pieces tend to dominate an area because of that. Um, so it's, it's again, the process is different for each one um, Chinese watercolor, it can be brushed on or I pre-work it. So it's, But yeah, pretty much everything is gonna be customized per client. I don't really try to, someone comes up with a Pinterest idea and they're like, I want this. I'm like, cool, I'll just completely redraw this, just use the
3: concept. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you are a lot of times actually pa- like uh, painting or brushing directly on the skin for a lot of these more abstract designs and not necessarily yeah. transferring them to a stencil or some other method. Well,
5: I mean, sometimes gravity, is uh, is a great help and you just throw some paint on there and it just pulls that down. And now you have, you know, visually a perfect weighted line because it's going in the direction that works with the body.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've never seen, I've never uh, taken that, that kind of approach. I mean, I, I draw on the skin a lot with Sharpies, but, but it's always deliberate and, and I'm trying to create some type of a representative, you know, form, but it reminds me and I, and uh, Gabe, you might be able to pull this person. One of you guys may know who this, who this lady is, but someone uh, has like, uh, basically st- looks just like carbon powder, like a stencil powder that she's mm. like brushing on the skin, a, a big chunky, like, Yeah, do you guys know uh, who I'm talking
5: Natalie, about? Natalie, Natalie Knox. Yeah
3: yeah natalie Knox, uh, that makes me think sh- of. yeah
5: she's using basically it's a uh, methylated violet uh it's methylated spirits it's what they come it's methylated spirits liquid
2: so you could paint with it with yeah. a brush oh
3: uh,
5: okay okay it's uh it's a dye that um actually it's used in the, the heavy industry to um, look at tolerances rubbing tolerances and so forth but it comes in like three different colors which is great You can know, blend them oh. together and have fun with them
3: yeah yeah that's, it's the yeah,
5: same that's stuff so. that's on stencil paper. like you can actually literally just stick your stencil paper in alcohol and melt off all that stuff, let it dry down a little bit, throw a little glycol in it just to kind of get consistency and have fun.
3: brush it right
0: off. I have a right question yeah. um, Marcus and um Thea, when you guys started working together, you were both tattooing at that point oh yeah oh yeah we we met like well into I think it was
5: first. yeah
0: <laughs> okay, I was just curious.
5: Mm-hmm. The internet brought us together
0: mm-hmm. internet again
5: Do you.
3: Do you collaborate uh like on uh, on like the same piece quite a bit or not? we no, haven't no. yeah that would be cool though <laughs> yeah yeah we do that yeah,
2: we should yeah
3: it seems uh seems like uh well yeah, seems like a perfect kind of uh the the seem like they would complement each other really well uh, I, I like the that both the way that both you guys work it it it, sh- it kind of proves the evolution of our like of our industry, and then also just our our clientele and how, if you think back 20 years, no one would trust you to just pour, you know, ink on skin and let gravity create some, you know, some design and like, yeah, like, we're gonna find something that's pleasing to both of us. Let me just pour this down your arm and see what happens.
1: Actually, that, that leads me to that's a leads to a pretty good question can you hear me I think so yeah yeah you know, so so to that point like you guys have been kind of on a freaky edge of tattooing right so tattooing is you know biker outlaw ish you know fringes <laughs> you know you're a more a little bit more clearly art art freaky fringish. uh you know so clearly t- 15 20 years ago or whatever even 10 years ago that was it was a little bit more okay to be on the fringe. How, how do you feel about being on the fringe of tattooing now? Like everything's kind of crazy. And I
2: don't, I don't know about that game. I think We both started, I think, around the same time, like mid 90s. And it was definitely mostly still that biker thing, you know, fringy. But being the fringe of that fringe wasn't always an advantage. <laughs> you sure. know what I mean? Because it was, I mean, I... it was, you know, go ahead. Yeah, it was sort of a conformist thing back then, even.
5: I mean, I painted before I got into tattooing. So, I mean, I had a formal um, painting apprenticeship when I was 16. Um, So, I had already understood what I wanted to do as a painter. Um, Tattooing kind of fell in my lap. And um, I used it as just like it's the medium to express yourself some more. So, I guess kind of fringy, but my mentor was already kind of well-established with doing a lot of really bright color work. And uh, realism and so forth, reproducing Boris Vallejo style um, tattoos or Boris Vallejo paintings into tattoos and comic book stuff. Um, so I mean, it was also a little different with the European aspect because we've always oh, Europe has always treated it as as a paint as you know, an art medium um, and not so much as sort of like um, a cultural um, attachment to it. But I mean, I started as a graffiti artist who went and did new school back in, in the 90s i mean that's where i went until a points where i was like i know how to tattoo well enough that now i can try to emulate my paintings or other paintings into skin and really kind of push that i know i guess i got weird later <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. did did either of you struggle tattooing since the since the 90s uh did either of you struggle to break free of what of the kind of like tattoo process i know that i started in 96 and i and i wasn't at a biker shop for very for very long i was actually at a very art focused uh custom tattoo studio the only one in this area uh you know starting in the late 90s early 2000s and um i even still i was so set in the in the in the mindset that like we get all of our you know lay in my lines sculpt my lines to a point where i have where i have different line weights then lay in my gray washes than my color and that was the tattoo process. No different than like baking a cake would have very specific steps. And I, I didn't break out of that honestly until maybe the last decade or so when social media came on and I saw people really starting to like push the boundaries of what, you know, of, of, of how they approach a tattoo. I was very like stuck in that rigid mindset because I thought that's the way it was done, you know.
2: I started uh, pretty early on doing blood lining. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, not even line. like it took me, like, I didn't even really, really like line properly till like later. So, I was sort of the opposite where I was coming at it from like a pure artist sort of mentality to where, yeah, I was making artwork forever and then wanted to get into tattooing as a medium. And as a, a, a non apprenticed outsider experimenting, like, I definitely was just sort of seeing what kind of effects I could create with it and then had to learn and then because it was that time where like nobody wanted anything weird except for like the few oddball people i had to kind of get more obviously like learn the skills of doing that sort of regular street shop tattoos and doing cherry creek flash and tribal and stuff like which wasn't what i wanted to do at all really and was like actually very frustrating because i would have been much happier in that kind of in the environment that exists now or like if I had been yeah with other artists, yeah. it took me a long time to even encounter other tattooers who are interested in art.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that make, and that's key. Not not having the traditional apprenticeship is probably key because if I had started bloodlining in the mid late nineties, my mentor would have been like, "What are you doing? Like get right. that like <laughs> that's that should be black. Make it black, right." What, that's what kind about? of interesting because, okay. I mean, I, like I said, I had the
5: formal, like, the, the unique dichotomy between me and Thea, is, it's really our origin stories. She comes, you know, like the cowboy style, you know, running in from somewhere, you know, just grabbing a tattoo machine, swinging away. And I got formally like apprenticed where, you know, Sundays I spent all day in the studio making needles for everybody. And scrubbing things down and cleaning and just being a just like a build rat for like you know a little while and then building up from there. And um, where was this? But uh, Cyprus.
1: Cyprus. Cool. Yeah.
5: Um, and uh, it's just you know it's just, you know traditional background and then still somewhere along the path, both of us got really experimental and started to go into this direction. Which maybe it's because we have the formal art background. And we do have that that uh, universal language to understanding what we're kind of doing. It's just, it's a different medium, but the language is the same. It doesn't matter if you're actually using watercolor or tattooing um, or even oil. Um, I think oil is a great medium to understand tattooing because it's a lot of familiarity to it. And um, just gotta keep some rules together. Can't just keep putting light stuff on top of dark stuff because mm-hmm. then you're just adding thick paint and that's not <laughs> just not working. Um, nice. But I mean, even with tattooing, we've disproven that with blackout sleeves that we can cut white ink back over it to it. I mean, mm-hmm. and you use a little bit of color theory and depending on what shade your black is and add a little hint of blue or a little hint of, of red, you can counter that yellow or that blue and it becomes even brighter white onto that black. Mm-hmm. So that language, again, still process, it you know, still goes over this mean, color theory. You can't change.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. Interesting point. Uh, I don't wanna dominate uh, Gabe or Lauren. I know I have a tendency once once guests come on just to take over and start asking all the questions. So if someone else, if someone else w- uh, wants to-
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, we talked a lot about the past. I'd like to know what's next for you guys. Um, maybe you would like to collaborate on a piece or do you have anything upcoming or anything like that?
5: I mean, uh, finally it's just sort of things are returning to normal. We had two years of complete irregularity. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I would love to find collaboration but i mean at that point it's you know it's getting back out to situations and, and finding clients that are somewhere between because she's all the way in new york i'm went like, florida so it's like someone in between or when she's down here or if I'm up there or like over at the west coast I mean, it's like we don't know when it comes to people um, i'm terrible at marketing so i mean i don't even know how you begin to ask people like hey we want to do a collaborative piece who's interested because i just say <laughs> you know, i i want to do a mystery you know abstract and like four or five people who randomly pop onto it i'm like oh this worked somehow <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah. i mean changed yeah, since yeah. when you guys started
5: gen yeah, xers so we we were never taught to be a to be a brand or a product so <laughs> we have to now learn <laughs>
3: yeah yeah but lauren lauren job. you're absolutely oh go ahead
2: oh so it's a whole other job yeah
3: <laughs> yeah um yeah, Lauren, you're right. It's it's funny how if you have these ideas. Do you think, I don't know how that would, you know, how how I would ever get that out there, how we would you know, make this collaboration happen. And then you you throw it out as, you know, or just in a show like this and like four or five people are like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm down for that. Or I want that. So it's, it's a completely different world than like hoping that whoever walks into your studio for a consultation wants whatever, you know, whatever idea you've thrown out. We had, um, this was years ago, but the first time we had Guy uh uh just, and on this show i was asking him if he ever got tired of doing bio and he was like i would love to do just like big snarling galloping horses i just want to do like a, a big like rib panel or something of of horses like at a you know a, at a strong like perspective with hooves in the immediate foreground and like nostrils and all that and he's like but nobody wants that from me and then uh, apparently it got like <laughs> hit with from a dozen people with like hey i want that horse piece you were talking about <laughs> it's like see all you have to do is say it yeah True. Well, hopefully to, that works. Yeah. To make yeah. A
2: standing regular visit to Florida at least once a year. So <laughs> maybe, maybe gonna happen there.
3: Yeah. It's because we yeah. have pretty beaches.
2: That's right.
3: Yeah. I just got back. And the Dolly Museum. And the yeah. Dolly Museum. <laughs> I just went down to Key West for the first time, and there are no beaches there. Who would have guessed that the island didn't have any beaches, but it was no. beautiful, anyways. I, I tell people if is- you're coming kind of to this
5: coast, you don't have Siesta Keys. um the the beaches there are was it
3: ninety
5: eight percent quartz,
3: quartz really
5: quartz it's crazy it's literally a crystal beach if you really want to uh, make fun of it but it's it's ninety it's like ninety eight or like close to ninety nine percent pure quartz,
3: wow and there wh- awesome. what is, what are they called what. Keys?
5: Uh, it, no, no, it's it, it's actually here in, in uh, oh. Tampa Bay area. You go down um, south from here to like towards Sarasota in the, uh, in the little Altos that we have, and oh. uh, it's a beautiful like it looks like sugar sand everywhere. Wow, and it's all you know quartz. Oh, wow, that's so awesome! Any of those crystal hippies out there, you can go lay there and recharge.
0: <laughs> 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 that sounds pretty cool. There's
1: uh, a actually really amount really, of really crystal hippies nice. to watch. <laughs>
3: Mm, I'll Uh, take you there too. Just just hit me up. (laughs) Most of our, I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. So it's like a six or seven hour drive to the panhandle to like Destin, Panama city though. So that's where everyone from our area, it's like the redneck Riviera from like, uh, from, you know, orange beach, uh, Alabama, all the way through the panhandle. And it's all the same kind of disgust. I mean, it's, it's pretty enough. It's white sand and, you know, and, and clear water, but a lot of seaweed, it doesn't smell great. You know, uh, not, not the, you know, no really great restaurants or things to do. It's very touristy. A lot of tat shops though.
5: Yeah. I've tattooed actually in, uh, in Panama city uh, quite uh, a few I mean, times. Uh, I, I do Polynesian tattooing as well. So I got uh, a lot uh, of the, um, the bomb disposal guys from the Navy base when uh, they graduated did a lot of Mark nine, uh, like Mark five helmets and a bunch of little sort of like Polynesian bits and so forth, which is, huh. it was fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I Got to like meet it. a lot of really interesting people. But I mean, that's the joy of our industry. We get to meet so many different unique people from so many different walks of life. I mean, the tattoo is like, literally, it's equalizing art. It doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life you are. I mean, it's, it's the same for everybody. If you're a rich man or a poor man, the tattoo is exactly the same.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Did you have any upcoming travel that uh is scheduled or or how do you and or how do you choose uh where, where you uh end up landing you know between conventions or guest spots
5: this year i'm still in, in in hiatus um even like social media i've been kind of like off of it a little bit I'm kind of finding a lot of toxic um toxic people on internet and just don't, don't want to be around that right now i'm been dealing with my own mental stress and and personal shit over the last two years. I, mean, I just don't want to add more to it. But next year, definitely, um, want to plan actually some big stuff. Even me and Thea have talked about like getting a couple other artists together and putting into like a super troop and uh, jumping out there and kind of like you know, <laughs> you want a watercolor? Here it is. Well, you can stop mm-hmm. asking that question here, and we'll like, tell you it's not watercolor anymore. It's actually just expressive style of tattooing. It's, it's more than watercolor.
3: Uh, I don't know. I don't know if your uh, hashtag expressive style tattooing is gonna go over the same. You're probably <laughs> just gonna want to stick with watercolor. <laughs> probably. Yeah. For sure. I'm, well, I'm gonna
2: also, go to the Richmond convention in October. That's the only thing
3: oh, I have. Me so. too. I'll see you. I'll see you there. Uh we're we're gonna podcast some there. Maybe we can maybe we can hop on another episode. Uh there. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't put together a list of people to podcast with, but I'm excited. I'm gonna help Jesse with the um the thing that he does on monday the academy where he has all the presenters and stuff we're gonna oh. handle all the video and film similar to what we did uh, nice. for years in uh in jiminy peak and uh, i'm excited for that group of people that he has lined up it seems like it's gonna be really uh mm-hmm. really good
2: yeah i'm yeah. sure
3: that'll be cool yeah well yeah. cool have we oh. said it all are we are we up against awesome. an hour do you are, you are you all booked up for
1: uh richmond or uh
2: i am i'm gonna do um I'm trying to get my regular clients in Virginia, which I'm always like slammed going down there because having lived there for so long, but uh, I'm gonna do one day of flash, but even that's already booked.
1: Awesome. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. Well, uh, we should make sure that you're very clear about how people can find you and the types of, uh, you know, and your, maybe your booking process, because um, yeah, although the replays of this will be going out forever and um, I'm really excited because I think that as soon as we click stop, I've got some automations happening in the background. I think, I think the audio podcast version is just gonna get uploaded automatically. We'll oh. see. Nice. Fancy. So we need to have good sign-offs like it's a professional right. podcast.
0: Right.
5: All right. <laughs> Marcus. We'll, 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 let's hear uh, Okay, I mean, you can find me uh, at uh, Fox and Spider Tattoo Gallery or uh, Marcus Lund Tattoos uh, on social media. Um, my process is real simple. Um, just call, send an email, my assistant will get hold of you and we'll go through the consultation process. I do Skype consultation, I do all that stuff. Um, you know, cash, credit card, whatever you you, you want to prefer to pay, that's fine. Um, I will actually barter if the barter's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are entering the dark ages again, so gotta reinstitute bartering systems. Um, but again. Yeah got to be fair bartering don't you know, try to offer me an xbox for a fucking back piece <laughs> it's like gonna happen <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. um you can probably best way to find me is on instagram for my most current work which is just thea Duskin. and uh best way to get in touch for an appointment is to email me at um submissions at ghostprint.com or that link right there on the instagram is good too
0: cool
3: <clears throat> awesome well man good to see good to see you guys nice to meet you marcus awesome and uh are you are you guys are you guys signing off or are we just doing our regular see you later
0: (laughs) well (laughs) i would like to say thank you guys for taking the time to hop on it's great to hear um and meet you marcus for the first time i really like the way your education and the way that you speak with experience so that's really cool so thanks for coming on um thea if you're in richmond i may see you there and i'd love to you know check out what you're doing
2: Cool,
0: definitely. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, Gabe and Jake, it's always great to see you and we will see you again. I will be telling you guys about the Golden State Tattoo Expo next week.
3: Awesome. (laughs) Everybody have a great week. I'll see you. See you next Monday.
1: Thank you very much. Happy Monday.